Welcome to Real Talk from the heart of Allen County. This is where we explore the lives of Laharp residents. No filters, true stories. Just real talk. I'm your host, Lindsay Tamat. And I'm Tim Stoffer, your co-host. Let's get started. Uh, hi, my name is Richard Lucan. I am with Laharp Pride. I've been with that group since its inception. It's probably been probably about nine or ten years since then. We kind of really got established once the old Laharp School closed. And I don't know that that was uh, really the impetus for it, but it kind of coincided because they've been just, we had done different civic groups where we would meet occasionally and try to get things going. And it really, nothing really ever took took root until that. And then there were some folks who were just kind of looking for things to do to make the community a little bit better. And so- I didn't know it'd been that long, nine to 10 it's, years. It's been a while now, yeah. Why'd you get involved? What spoke to you about the group and its mission? It just seemed like they were the really, until then, in the heart, they, I think they used to have a JC's program, but they really never had any kind of recent civic involvement. And it just seemed like something that looked, looked kind of fun. It looked like we could do some good. We would do just real simple projects. We would go down to the cemetery and on a Saturday afternoon and go down and essentially uh, all the old, old, old tombstones that had started to lean, we went ahead and uh, did work work together and take a tractor and some dirt and several guys with shovels and we would straighten them up just to kind of make it look a little better for Memorial Day, things of that sort. Well, what's your history with Lahar? Uh, uh, I'm a transplant, actually. I grew up over in Moran, originally from Northwest Kansas, and then we moved down when I was two Grew up in Moran, graduated from Arlington Valley, go Wildcats. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, when I got married, actually, my wife's family was from La Harpe, and so we had found a high house to buy there. So about it was about 20 years ago we moved in, and house we still have today. So Well, that's a long time to live in La Harpe. I mean, what made you stay? Just like the neighborhood, I've got great neighbors, got good friends who live there now, and just... Seemed like a nice, comfortable town to, to live and let, let your kids go out and play and you can walk up to the school within a couple blocks of there and then three blocks of the park, so it wasn't just a nice little quiet neighborhood. What do you think Laharp needs and what are you what are your hopes for Laharp in the next, you know, short term, long term? There used to be brownout issues to where people would just for so for no reason, usually because of old 1940s era electric lines it would have outages or brownouts which is even worse than an outage because that is what really will mess up your appliances I guess is what's been explained to me uh, but they've completely redone that so now it's welcome to the 21st century so now that that's in place we're hoping to make it a little more appealing to uh, to businesses who come in one of our aces in the hole is actually the heart uh, communications in that you hear about communities that are always trying to get fiber to the home. LaHarp has had that for 10 years now. Uh, and it really is a state-of-the-art uh, web access right there in LaHarp, Kansas. We'd be remiss in this conversation if we didn't talk about 
your frequent visits to the, the community center there in the heart. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and again, uh, again, credit goes to Harry Lee, and who teamed up with Thrive Allen County a couple years ago. They wanted to turn it into a wellness center. They wanted to turn, or at least use it as a wellness center because you have this city hall. It's an old. That's what happened to the old school when it closed. They t turned it into the city hall, turned it into a community center, right. and. <clears throat> trying to get find ways to get people to use it. So the original vision was to turn it into a wellness center where they could get like a visiting healthcare professional come in and say if you wanted to come in and get treatment say for like um, smoking cessation classes or if you had uh, like diabetes checkups, things of that sort. The first grant that came through wasn't what they sought, but it was enough to get uh, the fitness center put in place. I mean, you're there. Are you there every day? Pretty much, yeah. What time do you? What time do you? Uh, I get up about a quarter after three. Try to get there by between three thirty and four for an hour. In the morning? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? What on earth motivates you to get there at that hour of the night? I don't even want to say morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is night. <laughs> uh, I just I. I don't mind putting in the work, but I hate doing it in front of people, <laughs> I guess. And so I just like doing it in my solitude. I'll plug in my iPhone and That's fair. do that. Yeah, you're definitely the only person there, right, <laughs> at that time? Uh, amazingly enough, sometimes no. So I, I, there, there's a guy who comes in uh, about half the time before I'm out the door. He, he's in starting his day as well. So. Wow. What do you like best about living in La Harpe? I, I think the people there, you, you meet some amazing people. Um, the people are nice and by and large, they're friendly and accepting and willing to lend a hand. If, if, if you know how to ask them and you say, hey, and if they see, if they can see the excitement and see the things, see the forward momentum, then they're more apt to be involved. I've never really been accused of being a social butterfly. <laughs> And so I, yeah, I don't mind a quiet night in the backyard, just kind of just sitting there, and you don't have to worry about 50 cars going by. Like say I lived in Iola, and places that that to me is city living is in Iola. So there is just kind of it's <laughs> yeah. country living when you still have neighbors, I guess. Well, what do you, that's interesting that you say no one's ever accused you of being a social butterfly. <laughs> I mean, on on another note, I mean. You've worked for the register for how long now? Uh, it would be going actually this summer will be twenty five years. Yeah. So how do you yeah. match that? I mean, your maybe your nature as an introvert, personally, or you know, just kind of that's how you're built, it's, how you're yeah. wired with work that requires you to be out in front of people talking to them every single day. Yeah. Well, and I think as long as it's talking about somebody else, then I'm all in. I am there. I'm. I'm. I'm your man, but this is talking about myself. I've just never really liked talking about myself, but I love learning about others. I love reading about others. And so, um, amazingly, I think it was, uh, Jason Tidd, when, who was an intern for the register here a few years back, who I thought phrased it perfectly, uh, Getting a job at a newspaper allows you to A, be a student, and then B, become the teacher where you get to hear, learn about things, and then try to decipher that and kind of explain it to folks. And so I just, that just always appealed to me. I'm curious about too is just this idea of like, I'm a reporter in a community, but I'm also advocating for the community. Yeah. How do you kind be. of, you know, what do you do with that? I, you know, I've, 
I think that it's too small of a community for everybody to just sit back, though, and say, well, let everybody else do the heavy lifting. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think in this instance, it's okay because it's not just telling bad news, it's telling news. And there are, I mean, obviously, lots of great things going on in La Harp. And so, yeah, let's, let's get this out. Let's let people know about it. Let's, and it's let's your story. Shout I mean, you, you know, you've lived there for 20 years. So the, the story itself is central to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would love to love to see, see, I guess, more development there, more people moving to town. Love to see a business there within a couple of years, or, or love to see one there today, or more businesses coming in. I think that's kind of a, I think that's one of our our end game goals is to really get get it reborn. I it, sometimes you feel like the odds are stacked against you because you don't have a school, you don't have a grocery store, you don't have a gas station. Uh, but it also kind of gives you, I guess, if, uh, a, a blank canvas to where you can say, okay, let's, let's see what we can offer. Let's see what we can do to get people in town. I think having the, having the fiber optic here gives, gives the heart something a lot of towns just can't offer. And, and so, I, and thankfully we have some pretty talented individuals uh, on the case trying to, trying to do exactly that, trying to, trying to make people aware of what, what La Harp, Kansas can, can offer somebody. And that's what's real. We'll see you next time. Real Talk is produced by the Iola Register and is supported by Thrive Allen County, Kansas Health Foundation, the Health Forward Foundation, and the residents of La Harp. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to Real Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Real Talk or find us on iolaregister.com. And don't forget to like the Laharp Pride Facebook page to stay up to date. Our theme music is provided by freemusicarchive.org.